You're just no. You're just see like a big ass homeless guy's greasy dick like slap against his window and slide down and run away. Of course. Oh yeah, god damn it! Not again. What episode is this? Twenty four. We're still missing Kev. What the fuck? We'll get him in here. He'll fucking join at some point. I'm sure. Oh my yeah, god. Amateur hour. What's up, guys? This is episode twenty four of another serious airsoft podcast. I'm one of your hosts, shoved in the corner here, Carl, a.k.a. your boy Skinny Penis, and I'm here with a.k.a. Cole, the Airsoft Bandit, Eric, PNW Punk, Mo Guns, Big Dick Energy, Derek, and yep. Officer Haynes, that'll flex on all you kids. So, yeah, what up? Captain America. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I was able to do it. I killed the entire beer while you were doing the intros. Nice. <laughs> so, this is the Amateur hour. Yep. <laughs> Technical difficulties hour. It's all good. Yeah, so oh, now we just go to AA on broadcasting professionalism of our guests. Kev. No, seriously, what the fuck, Kev? Um so now that we're 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 doing this over again, quick recap of, of sponsorships. You guys stop. Huh. Fucking bleeps and shit notifications. Anyway, ASAP 15 and all the gay. Textiles and smoke products in the U.S. You buy your shit there, you get 15% off. Overwatch Tactics. They fucking make airsoft games. Go to their fucking airsoft games. <laughs> and then KWA. They have a real a whole bunch of new guns. You got a whole bunch of them, and they look dope as fuck. Hold it up, Cole, so the viewers can see. Oh, yeah. Hey, Cole, about that, thing. about that. Do you new want new. another M4, or do you want one of Yo. these sexy sons of bitches so, right here? I tell you what, what, this is what we'll do while I'm waiting and while waiting on fucking Kev's ass to be a professional. So check this out. We got, I got uh, to hook up with uh, Tom from KWA and some of the Gold Wolf crew to shoot some really cool promotional video. Uh, you're going to see a lot of that coming down the pipe soon, like I keep saying. But this is the KWA QRF Mod 2. These shits drop on the 14th. They've already sold out from the retailer. So if you're wow. going to pick them up, you need to pre order or go fucking snag one because this thing is crazy so straight out of the box i added on the optic you see here in the foregrip that's it it came with the rail it came with the anodized flash hard it also comes with the black anodized flash hider and the flip up sights everything you see on here and one mag one of the coolest things about this motherfucker that i love so much is it's got a it didn't they didn't put some goofy mag release it has everybody's favorite the m4 mag release you just fucking slap your finger on it goes in goes out bob's your uncle he might touch you um, and this thing fucks straight out of the Actually box. Actually, so yeah. So if any yeah. of you guys are local, like near me, and go to D14, uh, I'm gonna have this there Saturday, so you'll get to play with it before it releases. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't. I don't have enough good things to say about this thing. There's a couple issues that I'm gonna go over in like a more in-depth video we're gonna do on it. But out of the box, this is like my favorite gun I've ever fucked around with. It's sweet. And also, if anybody of you guys who have a TK45, one of the K the KWA predecessors that came out before the the QRF series, if you have a TK45, those magazines, uh, from what I understand, those magazines will work in the Mod Two. Yeah, so they do. They work great. You can, you can you have Mod Two magazines, but you can also use your TK magazines um, in your in your Mod Two. Yeah, I had I had zero 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 feeding issues with these fucking things. It's wild. Uh, but anyways, what have you guys been up to? 
Anything cool? Anything fun? Corey, have you, you beaten up any homeless men or driven any cars through any Walmarts or anything recently? I was about to say, I, uh, we got in a pursuit with a vehicle that ran through the front end of a Walmart. So that was pretty impressive. Oh, wow. But uh, other than that, nothing too crazy. Whoa. It's always Walmart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Walmart, uh, well, Evans, it you, seems do, like. you do have some new shirts that you just came out with. You probably need to hawk real quick before we actually get this shit this rolling. The way. Yeah, yeah. We totally redid the website. Uh, brand new shirts up there. Um, some Star Wars stuff, some police stuff, Ooh. some random tactical stuff, um, and a ton more coming. So we're going to, I'll probably be releasing a new shirt every week for about the next, I don't know, 10 weeks. Because I'm trying to just Sweet. fill up my catalog, just blow it up kind of going uh full bore with a retail thing never really tried it before just kind of dabbled so uh that's something new going into 2020 nice i Sweet. dig it what about Sweet. you eric what you got going on um i actually am very similar to what Corey's got going on um i am going to be i'm not gonna do, i'm not gonna say anything else other than just this little tidbit uh i will be releasing a new clothing line um at the beginning of 2020 Wow. Um, all I'm going to say, um, some, you know, I think I've told you guys, um, but there's like a very hush hush. I'm not, I'm not telling too many people about it, but, um, yeah, there's going to be a whole new, it's not, Yo, it has nothing well, to do with punk. Fuck Yo! my shit. Yeah. What's up, buddy? What's up, dude? About goddamn we time were you just showed talking up. About you. you Carmelado looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. You were you driving home right now? It's, was somebody underprepared? So what happened was, right? Uh-huh. I got invited to uh, an open bar, and then what happened was, I got a lot of open bar, and then uh, put the I'm microphone going. in your mouth because I can't. Sorry. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. I appreciate that, my friend. The whole show is an open bar, so that's not a fucking Thank excuse. You, so fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> what had happened was open bar had happened, and I was like, "Damn, I should say no," but then it was but like, "You didn't." But then I said yes. Truly, one of us. <laughs> so I had to say, I had to say yes because open bar. Who, who turns down an open bar? You can't say no. Not me. Fully functioning human beings, which we are not. And I have work in the morning. So I normally don't drink on Thursdays, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> uh, and I know you guys like to drink all the time. So I was like, this is going to add up. This is going to make Listen, that's general misconception. We just make it appear that we are constantly ruining our livers. Okay. We sure. do a really good job at doing that, but we I wouldn't say we drink all the time. Who's buying me food, though? Nobody. Nobody's <laughs> buying you food, you fat bastard. You listen here. If I get woken up at 6 a.m. one more fucking time with no, some I, giant, cheesy, goddamn gordita hey, platter, I'm going to fly to where you live. Right I am going to grab the biggest, fattest plate of nachos I can find, and I'm going to shove them so far up your dick hole. Hold up. Anybody chip, in the chat right chip. now, have you guys, re- have you, has he begged for food from anybody you guys in the chat? Because I, I can't, it can't just be us. So uh, the story behind that is, is that he <laughs> blows all of us up at like 6 a.m. with the worst artery clogging food known to mankind. 
I straight up last time he sent me that shit, I was like, I can't relate. It just, I, I can't, whatever it is that you send him, I can't hang with that. So what I happened was, right? What happened was? So what I happened was, right? I went to my personal IG page, which I don't, I don't, I try not to be on as much because there's a lot of uh, a food there, and uh, and I try to stay away. And then there's there's women there too, so like I try to be wholesome, and like my wholesome life, I end up sliding into women's DMs. Oh no! And it's like, hey, girl, you look, like, like girl, you look. Going. Girl, you look good. I have, I, I'm seeing a new side of you, buddy. Can I, can I drizzle that cheese on your ass, my dear? <laughs> like, girl, you look, you look good. You want, you want to go out for food? Like, <laughs> you want to like, pay for it? And, and, and anytime I hit a girl, like, yo, you want to go out for food? Then it turns out to more, to be more than just food. So it's like, damn, do I really want to spend this money to get some ass? Uh, mm, yes. Bro, you're, uh, you're even bothering Catfucker for food? I, What's wrong with you? <laughs> you leave Bobby alone. <laughs> boy's trying to work at 6 a.m., not look at your nasty fucking pizza titties. Okay, uh, hell so, wrong with you? So I apologize for being late, guys. Mm. What I happened was open I was bar. at an open bar, and I was being an adult. And adults that don't make airsoft a career go out to open bars. Oh, is that and, what uh, and just live life. That is all. Oh, so you're telling me that airsoft isn't your career? That this isn't where no. you make all of your money, get all of your faith? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you, no one ever would have guessed that. Because that, that appears guy. to be the well, only all of us have gone in 100% to airsoft, so yeah. we're insulted. I'm a professional airsofter. It's no. on my card. It yeah, could work hate, for Derek. I actually hate, had an airsoft team right I now. Hate, as a I cop. hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit. When people say professional airsofter, I'd be like, what the fuck? What the what the fuck is a professional airsofter? Like, do you make money as a professional airsofter, or is it like, is there a category for this? Are you good? Like, do you compete? What classifies somebody as a professional airsofter? I'm curious. So I think, I got it. If it's your it. primary source of income, yeah, I'd agree to that. You, yeah. if you have zero qualms about completely selling everything, including your soul, so you can get like a free bottle of BBs and do a shitload of work, that's probably professional airsofter. It's like somebody who like doesn't have any idea what their time should be worth, like monetarily. So the question is, uh, those who do uh, airsoft YouTube videos full time, are they considered professionals? Mm. Uh, yeah, are they? I mean, if they're if they're making a living off of it, I suppose so. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real curious, like how much money these guys are actually making. Like, I want one of these airsoft I'm YouTubers not. to come out and just give me like a real ballpark number. I'm like, what? Kind I don't. Of see, income that's the thing. I don't know if I would actually want to know those numbers because, like, then then you start adding, you start putting like a weird like Price. pressure on your own. Yeah. Content. Nah, man, like, I, I want I, metrics. I, I want metrics because if somebody is out there. If somebody's out there with like a thousand views of video making more money than I do on my salary job, I'm going to just, I'm going to quit right now. Cole, with how much clout you got from, how much clout you got from reindeer games, that actually could happen. (laughs) The one photo I got, (laughs) I broke, I broke 300 fucking likes on one photo on Instagram and I was like showing my wife. I was like, baby, baby, look at this. This is what clout looks like. I can turn these numbers into money. My poor wife's looking at me. She's like, what? 
it's like 300. I thought it was like 300,000. I was like, no. And she's like, then it's not that impressive. I was like, ah, like, go home. Come back when you can impress oh, me. Oh, I God mean, damn. So, so tell, now I, when you go to I games tell, or events and they ask for you to pay, you'd be like, excuse you me. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> I don't pay for events. I, I, I mooch into the vendor. What I just walk up to people who are vendors. I'm like, hey, hey, you want me to sell some shit? <laughs> like, and by sell some shit, I mean harass kids into buying shit drunkenly on vendor row. Uh, I confirm. That's, that's, exactly how, that's how I met you. Over. That's how I met Corey. That's how I met him. Look, I was, I, I, hey, my man, Teddy, throw me and buy this shit. My thing is, I tell, I tell people whenever I hit like 10 views, I made it. I'm, I'm good. On YouTube, 10 views, I'm good. At least 10 people watch my videos. Like, I'm good. I don't, I, I don't set any expectations for my YouTube videos. Well, now, like, oh, Subverting expectations is fun though. If your expectations got, are low, you'll never be disappointed. Well, we've got that. What's that fucking Airsoft Choice Awards bullshit going on right now? Oh like, yes, I, yes. Everybody oh, yeah. go vote. Yo, seriously, everybody go vote for us because if we even <laughs> if if our derpy little fucking alcoholic asses even show up on the fucking like top five, it'd be incredible. Yeah, but if, they fly, if they fly us to Taiwan, I can promise you a full bore shit show. I'm pretty sure yeah, you I mean, have to pay to take yourself to the award ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Like, if everybody puts their names in and then there's what? Then there's the ones who are nominated and then they vote on the ones who are nominated? Is that how it works? Yeah, I, think yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I have no so clue. When does it shut down? At uh, the end of the month. Yeah, at the end of oh, the month. So it's at IWO where they where they give those awards out, but it's always the same people. So like, I could care less about it, honestly. See, that's what we want to shake it up. We want to be there and just be like complete. That's what I was saying about out. dick slap everybody. Well, I was telling you about that at um at airsoft con. It was like, you know, nothing against the people that are on the stage, but get somebody else up there because yeah, change up. <laughs> you Jimmy, can't keep playing the same game. Like I. Jimmy, Jimmy like, yeah, it's the same as last year. That's great. Woo! Jimmy Warsong just said, uh, "Jimmy Warsong just said they need to nominate me for best female in airsoft." I'll accept <laughs> that fucking award. I will tuck in everything. I'll water walk. I don't give a fuck. You know what you should do is uh, take a picture leaning over with your boobs hanging out, and then complain about the patriarchy afterwards. Oh, put, put push my not, push my. Chocolate chip. I'm not saying together. female airsofters do that, but <laughs> oh, it's like no, it sounds like you're gunning for someone specific there. We no, there's more than one. I'll say, speaking of, we need we we probably need to have a girl on the show at some point. <laughs> I don't know any. I don't know a single female airsofter that is brave enough to come on this absolute fucking crap fest. And I mean, I wouldn't come on this show. I never want to be on this show. Yeah, you never are. You're you're <laughs> no, I've been at like two in a row. <laughs> Stunning and brave. Stunning and brave. I do what I can. Oh, man. So, uh, Kev, how's, so tell people a little bit about you if they don't know. you. Honestly, you probably have more of your fans in here than ours. True. Give so, <laughs> them the rundown, baby. What you got? So, I've been playing Airsoft for about two years now. Um, I do a little bit of YouTube. I do a little bit of YouTube, and I do a little bit of Instagram and some more YouTube. Nice. Um, I'm not cutting out. Uh -oh. He's cutting out, and we've lost going. Kev. Hmm. Well, thanks. Spent all his money on that fancy tie. He's a, he a, he a really great right guys. We fucking nailed it. Oh, there, there he goes. He's coming back. Oh, hey, buddy. I just, I just have fun with life. That's it. As you can Hi. see, I have fun with life. 
Are that you walking well. back? Are you walking into your house yet? Into your actual setup, so you can quit using your phone. Um. So what I happened was, right? <laughs> um, I had everything set up before I left, and I was supposed to. Leave. Oh. Ah, ah, there you uh, go. See, this, is, this is what happens. This is what happens. We try to do a nice thing and have somebody Guys, else hang I, out with I'm you. sorry. I don't say I, I don't say no to free liquor. Oh my god. I don't I, I don't say no to free liquor. What do you want me to do? I I couldn't bring stuff with me. Start drinking guys. sooner and they get home in time, you fuck. <laughs> hey, hold on. Side note. Speaking of free liquor, we actually had uh, one of our dudes who came up and saw Punk and I at Avalon brought me another bottle at Reindeer Games. Oh, God. And you, got me so sufficiently hungover that I didn't even play on Sunday. So, you guys need a liquor sponsorship. <laughs> we really do. We get one. So, uh, no, shout out to our dude. I don't see Cole, actually, guys. Shout out to our dude, uh, Airsoft Arsenal on Instagram, because this is the second time he's just like walked up with a full bottle of some something delicious and be like, hey, sup, fucker, enjoy. And just like walk off, doesn't want a picture, doesn't want cloud, doesn't want nothing. He's just like here, I'm I'm happy to uh happy to help with the habit. You guys need a liquor sponsorship. Let's work on it. Cole. The moment cases of Jim Beam start showing up to Cole's door, we're gonna be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife will be waiting with my fucking AR. Yeah, on what the if, front porch. What if you, like, you know how like there's Monster and, and Rockstar and, and all those different energy drinks have like pro yeah, staff okay. teams? What if we were like the first pro staff team for Jim Beam? Yo, no, can we be the pro staff team for like Juice or Four Loco? Four Loco? Oh, four like, Loco. It's like, it's like extreme sports, extreme <laughs> I mean, blackout four sports. Four Loco is the drink of bad decisions. Yo, seriously. Yo, you get me hopped up on Four Loco and we're going to see some wild shit happen in one of these games. No, that's, that's how every story involving a white girl like starts. Is I got fucked up on Four Loco and let me tell you. <laughs> it was <sick>. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. I mean, I need. I, f- I feel like you guys need a liquor sponsorship in general because you guys are so dope. And I put everybody on to you guys. I'm like, yo, listen to them. Make sure you listen to ASAP Podcast. That is it. That's all you need. Shit. We appreciate the love, though. You've got what's the? Because uh, I guess Valken was saying they're going to have your your other dude that uh, the chair softer guy on. Oh, Nancy? the chair softer, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Andy. This yeah, stuff's actually ASAP White Claws. Yes, we need ASAP labeled White Claws so bad. Oh, so oh, dude, you know what? Hold on. Now, now I'm going to Photoshop. I'm going to Photoshop an ASAP logo into a White Claw logo, and there's a patch. Ah, God, we'll have to see. I I like it. So, given that we're getting into kind of the off season for airsoft, because it seems like around December through Through yeah, through January, about into March. Yeah, we kind of we kind of get into this dead zone where because like the last event of the year, at least for me, for most of the time is Reindeer Games, which I just went to um, this last weekend. American Milsim Reindeer Games down in. Fort Hood and Colleen, Texas. This is like the third fucking time I was there this year. It's like two hours for me, so I can't turn it down. Um, Matt Horner from Titan Batteries was nice enough. He, as you guys heard on the previous episode, he gave me a ticket to it. So I slugged down there and played with him all of five seconds of the game. <laughs> because we got hit up on like that Thursday that our new business daddy, KW Airsoft, was coming down and bringing one of these for us. 
and they wanted to shoot a bunch of media and do all this other cool shit. So, you know, uh, get down there. I get a speeding ticket like 10 minutes out from getting into the base. I was going 74 in a 75, but uh, Corey's brethren are a bunch of fucking assholes. You're and absolutely like, oh. lying, but keep who's like, who's like, oh, no, no, it was, it was a 60 back there. It was, Everybody's it was always goes for going one miles mile an hour order. under the speed limit. Oh, Heaven 60, forbid that there are $5,000 radars that are you've only been there. To, you've been to Corey, Texas. Wrong. That there is a 60 mile an hour speed zone does not exist out there. It goes from 55 coming out of the town to 70 to 75. There is no I've also. I've also been you with you twice when you've been pulled over. Anyways. Anyways. Anyways, so... Boy, I get a uh, so I, I get on the base, you know, and I'm I'm I've worked a good chunk of the day. I'm getting on the base, and then like five minutes into driving into Fort Hood, because you go this little back gate and you're heading towards the AO. Uh, I get a I get a text from uh, Tom from KWA. And he's like, "Hey, Bo's gonna call you here in a minute. What's your number?" I'm like, "I have never spoken to Bo at a game in the past like 20 events I've been there. This ought to be cool." And so I get I get my phone number. Bo calls me. And he's like, "Bro." What are you doing right now? Where are you at? Are you in Gatesville? I'm like, no, no, I'm pulling on a base right now. He's like, fuck. Because apparently the KWA shipment had gotten like lost in translation and was super late when it was supposed to be there the day before. The same with his gate, uh, his Titan uh, battery shipment. And it's like 45 minutes into Gatesville. I don't have shit to do though. Bo's a good dude. So I was like, yeah, man, fuck it. I'll turn around. So I turn around and I go to the, uh, go to the hotel where everything's getting shipped to. And I talk to the lady. Nothing's there. I wait for like 30 minutes. The UPS guy shows up, gives me the box of batteries. I'm like, all right, fuck, cool. Where are the guns? The guns still aren't there. So I start talking to uh, Debbie from KWA and these other people. It turns out it gotten like FedEx had routed it like to the wrong fucking place. So they overnighted two more guns and like all these patches from California to fucking uh, uh, this hotel. Like they got there the next day. So that wasn't cheap. Yeah, so we drive back out there, pick them up. The next day, like game starts, playing for a bit. I leave the game, get Tom, the Gold Wolf guys, cool dudes. We drive up, get the guns, come back. I spend like 20 minutes putting this gun together so it works. Fucking Matt, I was like, dude, I need a battery. Can you hook me up? He's like, yeah, sure. Gives me one of these new Titan batteries because uh, it's to me and all my shit's Dean's. So I plug it in. It doesn't fit in the fucking battery slot in the back of the stock. So I got to fucking like electrical tape that shit together so that it fucking is, it works in the air. Guns working. Cool. It's shooting. Fuck. I only have one mag. So then I'm running around trying to find mags. Luckily, uh, whisper Tony Patton had like eight TK mags that he let me use. And then we're fucking, we're good to go. And so with, you know, that was with, there's only like three, three hours left in the game by that point, but I had a really good time with it. It was a lot of fun. It was a, really big event for reindeer games. Uh, I was like, I think 387 people had walked on at game start when I went on and they said like another 70, um, came on after that. So, I mean, it was a huge event. CDF from what I could tell, absolutely shit stomped at least for day one, just bushwhacked everybody on SD, which was fun to see. Cause there's all these dudes in, like this nice new multicam, like Gucci kit. So, holy fuck, we have an invader. We have. <laughs> we got Kev yeah, finally joined back. Yo, yeah, shut the fuck up. I, I, I pulled over because that's that's rude to the viewers. Let me let me relax and get to my signal area. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, yo, did all of you guys go to Reindeer Games? Just me. No, yeah, just, just Cole. 
oh, you're you're all bitches, obviously. Um, you're not wrong. <laughs> how how was the, uh, the QRF? So that's what I was just talking about. So this gun, okay. I guess I'll just get into it. So I put threes in it, running on that uh, 11.1 Titan battery. And this thing was shooting like 230 feet, like out of the box. I just the hop up a little bit, put some threes in it, and it would just yeet these fucking things way farther than any gun at like straight out of the box uh, has any right to. I will say a couple things about it because I'm just going to start off with the fucking complaints because uh, I only have three. It's only three complaints I have. Battery size. The compartment, way too fucking small. Nothing fits in here. You need to buy an extension for it or like it needs to come with a fucking extension. Um, second complaint is it needs a gate. It needs a MOSFET straight out of the box because um, I, I would semi-auto. I'd be wailing on the trigger and it would lock and I need to switch it to full real quick, but switch it back to semi, and then it would work just fine. Um, and then the only other complaint is the no, there's no excuse for all these new guns to not come with T plugs. I don't understand it. I don't know why they're not doing it. I don't know why we're still using fucking Tamiya's. It blows my mind. Um, other than that, this gun, like I said earlier, this gun fucks, man. Like it shoots, it's, it shoots way farther than it has any right to. It's it's comfortable. It's got all the best features. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely smitten with this thing and I really, 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 really don't want to send it to anyone else on the cast. So I'm going solo to the fuckers. I mean, uh, 2020, uh, T plugs are supposedly be being pushed to everybody word on the street, but I don't know. I'm a nobody. Yeah, isn't there like a, there's a petition or some kind it's, of initiative going on. Horner. Yeah. Horner's Horner's pushing Horner's pushing real hard for this to be, um, for this, for that to be the thing. Um, so is that something that's regulated or is that just uh, a decision of the airsoft industry? I, th- I think it's just sales related because because mo- it's I know like Tokyo Marui refuses to do it and they were always the standard for so long and no no yeah. company airsoft has like any interest in doing anything new half the fucking time. So they're yeah. just all like, oh, well, if they're not doing it. And all most of our because most of their sales are like in South America and Asia, like. Airsoft doesn't right. sell well in the U.S. It just yeah. doesn't. It does, it, it does terribly in the U.S. That's why a lot of the, the fields fail. Uh, companies, a lot of companies fail, or they just choose to go overseas. And I tell people, I tell people this all the time: like companies will not like create new shit in the U.S. because no one buys anything. Yeah. Everybody just yeah. fixing their shit, and modding it, and that's it. And it's like, bring new people in airsoft. When when you when they hear bring new people in airsoft, they're just like, oh, it's ten year old rentals. Like, bruh, like there's thirty five year old rentals that come into the sport. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to bring these new people in to build like that hype for airsoft. And Yo. that's when companies would be like, oh, I want to buy, I want to, I want to create some for these guys. They don't do that shit here. They Speaking of hoodies, Corey, you need to sell a hoodie that just says rental. Like instead of where you have the built-in hoodie, just have one with the redness says rental. I'll pick it up. It's got, it's got a gun with tape all over it. Oh, <laughs> have, no, just have, like a, have like a shitty like G&G tape to a wall like that banana. <laughs> well, like what, what the hell started that hype? Like everybody's taping shit and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Did some I some dude duct taped a banana to a wall and it sold for like $230,000 million, or, $230, or some shit. Why? It was and then someone ate the banana. <laughs> and someone ate that banana. Because yeah. it was right. Why else do you eat a banana? Okay. 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 Oh, God. No, but uh, nah, just, dude, de- definitely say that. sell that hoodie, put rental on it, and do it for the culture. 
So it's for the culture. Well, fucking shout out to Demo. Yo, so tell us a little bit more about this airsofting with friends thing that you've got going on that inevitably got copied just like everything else in airsoft. <laughs> so airsofting with friends kind of started with like, I was posting airsoft stuff on my regular Instagram account and people were just like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, okay, I mean, just come out and see what it is. And then it just became like airsofting with friends, like, yo, just come out. And I would just invite people like, yo, just come out and play with me and you'll see what it is because it's hard to explain. And then it kind of turned into a bigger thing. And I was like, you know what? Let me. And then somebody was like, yo, you need to just create a separate Instagram account for Airsoft. And I did that. Um, not a, So for a lot of people that don't know, like I've written three books. I have my own nonprofit. I work in IT. It's just I just do other shit that like Kev's a smart boy. And uh, about you know, living, living your best life. So. I transitioned everything to my airsoft page and like, I just started doing it. It was like a lot of times I, I, at first I was asking, I was sending out messages to a lot of these companies to see if they wanted to be involved. And of course, a lot of them were like, no, who the fuck are you? I was like, you know what? You got it. That's fine. I don't need you. And a lot of the giveaways and stuff like that comes straight out of my own pocket um, because I have an actual job on like some of these other airsofters that beg for shit. Um, <laughs> so i mean granted a lot of times with my airsoft and with friends people assume that it's just rentals but it's not it's people that used to play airsoft that come back into it because they see it on an event and they're just like oh let me see what airsoft is looking like now and mm-hmm. they they pick right back up onto it and like okay i'm here i'm gonna buy new guns i'm gonna buy new gear and very rarely like i've had the most rentals i've had at an event is like 15 the most people I've had in a, at an event is 110. So it's like, it's pick, the, the, the whole concept of it is kind of like a noob day, but it, it's, a social, it's a social experience. I kind of force people to, to talk to everyone. Like you that have been playing for 18 years, speak to the guy that's only just started this and get, show him your gun, show him your gear, show him why you got an airsoft so we can get them to continue to come back and play. And it's like, once they have that little interaction, a lot of these, these people that start playing, they come back and keep playing. Well, um, so there's something really interesting going on here. That's kind of in that wheelhouse where you got this, this guy, I guess he, he was like a famous, or I don't want to call him famous. He was, he was like an internet famous, uh, like rancher dude, John Burke. And now he's showing up at D 14 all the time. And he's doing this like pro vet or like veterans airsoft deal. But it, it like, it, in like the two, three weeks that they've been operational, they've gotten a fuck ton done. He's got yeah. a page that's got like a couple thousand people in it in the wow. group. He's got a 15% discount through Airsoft GI that anytime they use that, Airsoft GI donates money to this group. And then he takes the funds from that group and buys new veteran players starting gear, like BBs, a battery, and a starter gun. That's dope. And so it's, it's been kind of kicking off like crazy. And that was one of the things where like, you see a lot of times when people try to do stuff like this and it's especially cringy in like the veteran community because guys will yeah. come in and like try to fucking, and they just end up keeping all the fucking money. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard of that group and I, I, I've heard speculation with that group as well. Like where it's like, I don't, I don't listen to rumors, but people always tell me shit. So it's like, I'm listening and it's like, supposedly I, I don't talk back about them i don't know them but supposedly like the person that's running it is keeping the money and he's doing all this fake shit but like again it's just it is what it is so 
with me personally, it's like with my event, I literally have a giveaway for new players where it's like Airsoft GI gives me a $150 gift card and anybody that purchases a rental, they'll be answered into the specific giveaway to win that $150 gift card. And then um, there's other giveaways for guns, gear, and et cetera. But my thing is, if the moment you give some, like one of those new players, like a gift card or something where it's like $25 or $35, they're going to use that card typically for that site yeah. and come back. Like they're going to play. If you give them a, a free field pass, they're going to come back and they're going to bring friends. I've seen it happen so many times. If you give them the initiative, they'll come back, support that field, and keep, and just they'll just keep coming back. Um, Which is why I think UCLA's fields are so receptive to stuff like this because they know it's going to breed more business and it benefits them. And I mean, it's a win, win, win for them. Yeah. And that's why I like working with a lot of the companies that I do now and previous companies that I've asked to help me. And like now they're seeing the hype and they're just like, hey, you mind if we send you something? And I'm like, "Mm, maybe later. I don't I don't care for it right now. Like I'm not I'm not bending over backwards i don't need anything and i tell people like i don't need any free thing from you i can buy it myself and i'm fine oh like sponsorship it's it's almost like that's what companies want whenever they're trying to give somebody Mm. some kind of sponsorship is they want you to put in just as much as you're getting out actually do something weird literally it's like i don't personally i don't care too much for sponsorship because all i'm getting like half price off or you know sending uh like uh, 25 like it's cool but at the same time, I can buy this stuff myself and keep it moving because then it's like I'm tied to you now. But I do have sponsorship sponsors that actually help me with this stuff. Like, hey, Kev, we're going to send you this, this free stuff or we're going to send you this stuff at a discounted price. And I'm like, OK, cool, whatever. But like I reach out to every company and be like, hey, do you want to be involved? If they don't, cool. It is what it is. I'll buy whatever I need to buy and you'll catch the hype later on. And then you'll kind of regret that you didn't jump on it. So and I and I get companies like that that regret that they didn't hop on it. So I mean, and that's the thing with like the company that kind of copied what I was doing, airsofting with friends, and they called it airsofting with hoodies. And they're oh, they're. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you. I saw you pull some smoke immediately off of that. In like your, it was like your third they, or fourth they one. They said call it out. You fucking no. right. <laughs> so the hoodie, the airsofting with hoodies was like, I mean, so I've been doing this for like a year and a half now. So this was my sec, I, I would say season two and I wanted them to be involved, but they weren't advertising my event. They weren't doing anything. So it was like, bruh, I'm canceling this event. I don't care. Like you guys aren't advertising it. So it's pointless to bring it to your site. And she was like, okay, that's uh, I apologize. We're going to do, we're going to do something similar. And uh, I was like, you know what? Do something similar. That's fine. As long as you don't use my name. Mm-hmm. Then she proceeded to do like airsoft with hoodies. And hoodies was a term for new players coming into the sport. I'm like, I've never heard the fucking yeah. word hoodies being used. No. Everyone calls them rentals. Now, I've never heard them called yeah. hoodies before. Yeah, That's just not like, a thing I've ever. And the crazy thing is I've she she contacted a bunch of companies to send her free shit. And a lot of these companies like, yo, is this your event? I'm like, yeah, no, that's not my event. And it was like, okay, we're not fucking with this then. I was like, all right, <laughs> that's new. It's always nice when the, when the company has your back. That's a really yeah, fun one about uh, like 
all these you want my I guess all of our fucking sponsors anyway. Anytime we need some shit fun. I gotta let my dog out real quick because she is losing her mind. I'll be right back. Nah, it's cool. But it's it's it that's the that's the one thing. I'm like, yo, like if you're gonna copy something, change it up. People think it's a noob day. It is a noob day, but I create a certain experience to get people to keep keep coming back into the sport and having fun and enjoying themselves. Like one dude that I that I had come out in September, he showed up at my last event in November. This dude bought five different guns, bought kit and everything. And his first time playing was in September and he didn't even have a gun. Right. And I mean, so, a lot of people's original ideas that become successful are because they're obviously original ideas. I mean, like, look at Derek, for example, somebody who was selling. What were you selling initially? Just like weird. Originally, I started off selling flashlights on eBay. Yeah, I was like, I thought it was like flashlights and small knives and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. you had an original idea like, hey, nobody's really captured this. And now Derek just flexes on us with his night vision. There you go. I'm so all poor. five goddamn have, sets of them. I just no, have no, no, no. night vision. He has he has the background turned off so you don't see. Just he has like he has them shelved and sorted <laughs> like shoes. It looks like a fucking white girl's closet in there with nods. It's bullshit. I eat, I eat nothing but seventy cent ramen for my meals. So the poor. ATF would like you to send location, please. Let me let me get some food. <laughs> I'll send you my address. You just grub of it to me. Don't send out your address. You're going to get a lot of shit you don't want. <laughs> you, you vastly underestimate the people that watch this program. <laughs> or Derek's or Derek's clout following. They're they're amazing people. They are. Oh, God. But the, the, my thing is about the industry is like people are so quick to want to grab sponsorships and this, that, and third and don't realize how much work is involved with working with sponsors. I prefer to have like, hey, let's partner on some things and do this and that. And it's like, that's cool. I'm cool with that. Because it's a benefit for you and a benefit for me. Like granted, my numbers aren't that high, but I reach a lot more people than say somebody that has, you know, 30,000 followers. I was gonna say, uh, Kaber did, I'm just gonna air it out. Kaber did an actual like breakdown, I guess when he was just a high on weed and Adderall, Yes. <laughs> he's supposed to be doing his homework and he did like a whole yeah. comparison on like how you versus somebody like John Higgs who's got like a set amount of followers uh, okay, hold on. Stop, your stop, newer stop, views stop, stop. <laughs> me and huh? Demo just because it's Demo we're both black people don't say it's both <laughs> don't compare us but, fine, um, fine, know, fine. I, but yeah, no, it was it was Demo, no, it was Demo it. versus him and he, he, he put up a like kind of a ratio on yeah, yeah, yeah. Magnet followers, live viewers, live followers, and it was—it's actually a pretty solid breakdown. I wish he hadn't taken it down off of his because I think it was just in his Instagram story. Yeah, it was in the stories, and I thought it was very good because I've always looked at that stuff, and I'm like, I always compare. I look at stats all the time, and I'm like, bro, like, Demo should be bigger than what he is, but it's like people—I feel like some people have still haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. Like they've heard of him, but they haven't gone over to his page and be like, all right, I'm going to subscribe and follow him. They're just like, they'll catch him in the wind type thing. Whereas Jonathan is like, he's been around for so long. People are just like, yo, he has some information I need. I mean, I still watch Jonathan. He has some information that I like. And I'm like, all right, let me listen to this. Let me, let me, let me watch this. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's like certain people I feel like aren't relevant anymore. And I am unsubscribed from 
so do you feel like that's just because I know you you either put just put out a video on it or you're gonna put out a video on stale content and like what oh. just because there's obviously like hot streaks and low streaks and what sells and what doesn't sell in uh in airsoft as far as like what people are interested in. Yeah, I mean I I Bunch just of fickle out, bitches, man. Yeah, so I just put out the the airsoft report where I talked about a little bit about stale content. I hate when it's like people put repetitive the same repetitive content out there at the same repetitive field or mm-hmm. like they, they'll continue to do unboxing okay i understand it's your niche but you have to understand look at your numbers they they don't match your following so it's like it, it's it's really a g- decline like do something different but like there's a couple youtubers out there where i watched them in the beginning i was like yo this is my first time in airsoft watching it this is awesome and then after like the 30th or 40th video, I'm like, all right. Oh, see shit. <laughs> oh, I'm over yeah. it. Oh, you guys are still bitching about this? Yeah. Yeah, damn. Uh, yeah. Nah, so now like they, they find that they found that one thing that like sticks or that works and they just like just keep running with it and just beat yeah. it over the head, beat the dead horse, however you want to call it. And then you can't get out of that niche. Once you're there, you're stuck. Yeah. So I mean, that's my thing. I like I I People need to stop watching their stuff. I mean, it's people are not going to stop watching their stuff, but it's like you look at somebody like that that continues to put out the same thing as like 500,000 subscribers and it's like 10,000 views or not even breaking 10,000 views. What happens with event hosts too? You see a lot of that. Honestly, that's where I see it the most is where shit gets stale. People quit going to your events. If you're not doing something new and exciting like some kids are going to trickle in some kids are going to come but you're not going to get the same numbers that you're used to and uh, that's uh, that's one of the reasons we like overwatch tactics bullshit so much is they throw new stuff in there you know there's a, there's some issues but they're figuring it out and they're showing that they're willing to like a change and adapt and mess stuff up in the game i was really excited because we've we've kind of pooed on ams recently but i was actually really impressed even though i didn't get to play a whole lot uh in the gameplay at reindeer games like they very clearly are trying to do new things and trying to switch some stuff up but at the same time, a lot of it comes down to like command structure that you choose for these games and how you promote it and how you allow the game to be run as far as keeping game flow going. Because there's everyone thinks that people just want to come to these games and just shoot, 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 shoot. But most of the time, the really fun part, and that's why I think Milson West like Insurgents games are so fun, mm-hmm. is yeah. you get to, which I, I am I am going to one in 2020. It's gonna fucking happen. It's got to happen. I mean, yeah, we, I, we're I really love dude. the shoot, shoot, shoot. But after so many years of doing it you realize that really the most fun part and a lot of times the most memorable parts of events is just hanging with the bros. Yeah. Yeah. Like and you were, what was, what was the one you were talking? What was the one you went to where you guys were like cooking fucking brats on a roof? Yeah. And just, yeah. So NATO during the day we grilled and hung out and did some patrols at our, uh, around our area. And then at night we threw the nods on and went and had fun and did it the next night. Was that, was that at Shelby? That was at George air force base. I'll say Shelby's not allowing anybody right now. Rip Shelby. I mean, I went, I went I, so I went, uh, I think it was last year with Nigel from Elite Force. And so we did Insurgency. And like, I've had, I had so much fun out there. It was like the best experience ever. And like one night we got raided at like 2 a.m. And I'm like, I turn over and I'm looking at Nigel. I'm like, yo. We're getting raided right now. He's like, yo, my foot's on the door. No one's breaking through this door. Like, <laughs> He's like, I'm sitting in front of it. Ain't, ain't nobody getting in shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, you got it. But it's like, we were like CIA agents 
but we were like doctors within borders, like trying to help the kids and like we're fucking up the economy, giving people extra yeah. BBs. Like, yo, here's some BBs. Like, look us out later. So it was like the whole, we the whole civilian town is awesome. How there's the micro economy and yep. everyone shows up with their own little storyline they're going to try and play out or the different groups they're well, with. That's what Warren was telling us is like he he they spend that once I was you know I was talking about cultivating a community for these games as far as your command staff goes and as far as like the, your squad leaders platoon leaders people who are supposed to be in charge and they're the real guys who are in charge of game flow. It's never the admins. The admins are just herding stray fucking cats. They're out there. Yeah just closing their eyes and hoping for the fucking best because there's not a lot they can do at that point. But if you've yeah. got, like he said, they had like what, like 200 paid civilians or like guys that they had like specifically scouted and put in this position to do this to make the game cool. The, and the cadre. Yeah. The cadre, yeah. That's their, fucking Their sole crazy. purpose is to make sure the game is fun and runs well. Yeah, I really, really want to see I, that. I mean, the only... And that... And that that fucker's down in South America or Mexico right now, right? Mexico, like after all this yeah, shit yeah, got yeah. seized by the TSA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like for, for Milsom West, the only way you're not having fun is because of you. Yeah. Like you're the only reason why you're not having fun. And I feel like, and I hate people that they go to an event and their expectations, like look at, look at Desert Fox event. You go out to Desert Fox event and it's like, you know where the objective is. You know where to shoot people. Go there and shoot them. If you don't have the app open, ask someone. And if you're mm -hmm. not having fun, that's your fault. Go to Mills. Go to go to so, American well, yeah. or Milton West. It's the I'll same say they've thing. got they've got they've got two events. DFE specifically has got two events coming here. They've got one at eight seven eight Airsoft here in Texas, and they've got one at D fourteen. I think. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. I'll have to look at them, but I'm gonna creep on one of those. I'm gonna I'm gonna I mean, creep up. Real if you hard. look at my airsoft report, I kind of reported on there. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. this, this look at you. Uh, look at you thing. plugging. Um, but February 21st, that event is, I believe that one's in, in, in Victorville, California. And then the one in February, January, February, March. I, I think they have one in January, the end of January, the end of February. That mm -hmm. one's at Shell. Uh, not Shelby. The I forgot the other Mississippi. What's the one in Mississippi? Somewhere. That that would be Shelby, but Shelby shut down to airsoft for not, the not, foreseeable not future. It's, it's somewhere else. It's somewhere else on the east coast. Yeah. But, but it's the uh, Southern Resolve and then Los Angeles 2020. They have both okay. of those events. I got you. Yeah, who just turned on a fucking space heater behind him? There it goes. It cut out. Proud of you. <laughs> somebody's somebody, somebody's dildo just kicked on out of nowhere. Oh my god! But yeah, but like, I mean, I feel, I feel like this podcast is so underrated, and like I've been trying to share it to so many people. Like, yo, listen to these guys because they actually talk about shit and they're unbiased. Yep. I like, thank I like you. Well, I say we we always appreciate the love. And the thing is, like, there's, it's it's really funny because I, I don't know if this is a direct correlation or we may have we may be the culprits for this, but it seems like there's a new airsoft podcast like every other fucking week now. <laughs> like we're, we're judo chopping motherfuckers left and right. Like, get out of my time slot, you motherfuckers! Get out of here! <laughs> Pick a new day. Claim this time slot in the name of France. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shove a flag up their ass and claim them for Spain at this point. Like, but the thing is not it comes back down to consistency. Everybody's not consistent with YouTube videos, with podcasts. 
people it's like hard. drop. People so I was curious. And it'd be like, yo, fuck. Ah, it's I was hard. curious, how you, I I was curious how you felt about that because it seems like there's like a SoundCloud rapper mentality where somebody drops like one single and they're like, oh shit, I made it. <laughs> like, what's do you so you think like consistent content is better than no content at all, even if you don't really have, say, the I best will. quality of work? I mean, consistent content is where it's at. Like, even if you drop once a week, every other week, you're dropping consistent content and it's getting better because, like, watch you guys on your first episode. Until now, like you guys have changed up what you do, your introductions, um, how you guys end the show, what you guys talk about, things of that nature. It's changed. You can see it from episode one to now. And I pay attention to that, that stuff because I feel like it's important. Whereas like if I listen to another podcast, it's the same. Like I listen to one person's podcast and then like their first episode, it was like they were talking like a fucking robot. And now... They only added episode one and that was back in like fucking August. And I was like, okay, I guess you're done because people talk so much shit about your stuff and you couldn't take the criticism. <laughs> well, and I, I know, I know it'd be a lot easier. Cause like I said, one of the, one of the most difficult things on our end is that we're all in different States and it is a bitch like Corey's Corey's live streaming from a fucking patrol car right now. Cause he's working <laughs> like he, he went, he went out and like got a fucking laptop. And a setup, and hey, just bought like a micro to, mic. To be clear, I am not patrolling the streets tonight. I'm working security as an overtime gig, so I'm not like there's no dereliction of duty here. Corey, I'm trying to get you fired. Stop it. Someone yeah, runs there may be burglars running away right now. You're just no. You're just see like a big ass homeless guy's greasy dick like slap against his window and slide down and run away. Corey's. Oh yeah, God damn it! Not again. I'm protecting a uh, instant area. No, our our blue, no, blue I never eyed, saw. our blue eyed boy, blue haired like boy. I'm quiet, like I like I need to get closer to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get well, some uh, let's get some Corey on the beat ASMR. But what are your yeah. what are your thoughts on on uh um? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you have any know, questions for us? Bitcoin women women in airsoft Ooh. as far as like uh. That goes because hmm, like, I'm glad I'm glad, oh, the, I'm glad the, the live viewers drop because it's about to get spicy. <laughs> the, the the gun bunnies. The gun bunnies. What are your thoughts I mean, on uh, gun bunnies or some that kind one. of bunny is in every single industry that I've ever of been course. in. Yep. Um, and they're not they're not they're not categorically nothing, female. Either. It's nothing special and it's for us. And it, I don't think it's bad. It's it's something that is and always will be. As long as there's internet and business, there's gonna be bunnies. As long there. as there's horny 14 year olds, yep. there's gonna be gun bunnies. <laughs> all right, like, all right, like, so from what I'm seeing is it's just like the hardcore scene because I'm in on like hardcore music. Back in the day, hardcore chicks were busted and like kind of like airsoft. You know, like they only got a couple gun bunnies and it's only kind of progressed over a couple of years, but you still got a lot of busted chicks. But nowadays, like like the hardcore chicks are starting to look good, you know, like <laughs> they, like they're starting to put makeup and shit on and stuff. You know, they're starting to actually kind of look appealing. But um, now, like now the airsoft girls, I started to see them from like the other countries and shit. They actually kind of look cool. Like maybe if the, they the even the um, chicks from Brazil. So yo, so they've learned they've yeah. learned how to wear the kit properly is what I'm noticing. They don't all look like a yeah. bag of fucking shit with like mismatched crap and stuff that doesn't. Oh, by the way, uh, Cass, your girl was at Reindeer Games. Your favorite guardian I victim. I saw that. Uh-huh. I said hi. I said hi for you. <laughs> when it comes to females, in, 
the females in airsoft i see three different categories right i see like there's the pure gun bunny there's actual girls that are into it and then there's like kind of in the middle kind of people like crystal who are kind of do both you know what i mean like Drop I feel like Alphonse kind of does both, but in the male category. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say it's, yeah. it's it's not it's not categorically female because you will get people who are just like, look at me, I am pretty and make Star Wars jokes, and <laughs> dump BBs on people like I don't, I like he, he's a he's a sweet boy. I like the kid. Uh, it's just his his that random skyrocket of appeal. I was like, oh fuck, that came out of fucking nowhere. That's but you it. see, and you see, it, but he's he started like I mean he obviously did something right because he's doing well in that kind of spectrum, and then he's getting copycats already, which is really funny to see. Oh my god, that shit! It's at, annoying. At Copperhead, there's the dude do doing an Alphonse impression in his kit. An Alphonse impression kit of an impression kit. That's beautiful. Yes, it's annoying. <laughs> like I, I hate watching, I hate watching videos where everybody tries to meme and act like Alphonse, and I'm like, bro, I'm not watching this video. Like within the first like 30 seconds, I'm like, yeah, no, this is not it for me. Next video. And it's like everybody's doing the same recycling thing. And I'm like, yo, I'm over it. I'm good. Oh, somebody stepped into the wind tunnel again. No, so I, th- I, think it's, I think it's Eric trying to get his mic to work because it's doing goofy, goofy shit. Oh. Yeah. There's always something here on the airsoft pop. technical issues. That makes there's, me there's so a, much better. There's always something here. Dude, there's there's so much tech crap though. It's not like we're not like fucking the debrief where they can you know buy 600 live viewers and have a whole studio set up. Oh, 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 no one, no one will ever convince me that the fucking Facebook algorithm just smiled upon them. I want to know who no. they paid for that fucking Twitch bot, and I want to know right goddamn now. <laughs> no, no. When when I like when I turned to it and it was it said that many, and I was like, yeah, this is a dub. No way to hell. Bro, it was like 700 fucking viewers at one point, which is like the most 700 live viewers, which is the most I've ever seen on anything airsoft related. Yeah. Like fucking easily. I was saying, and they were playing it up today. They're like, we're the number one show in airsoft. Confirmed. Like, all right, you motherfuckers. I, we're we're going to play this game. Confirmed. All right, wind changer. Come for that ass. Wind changer. But it, the, the, comments, the comments didn't add up to how many people were on and viewing. Oh, fuck no. At all. Neither did the likes, neither did the engagements. No, so. not at all. So at what event next year would be the best fit for us to uh, set up our booth to do a live sports commentary? Ooh, ooh. So this is something I want to do. Because I still think I still think Copperhead would be fun to load us up in your trailer. Whenever, if you were, Well, you're not going to be there this year. I'm fun. not going to be there. Can we please okay, so, go to a SpeedQB event? I want to. I want that to do that. That would be cool. Corey, well, so they're doing, just do it. It'd be talk. fun. Maybe we can talk KWA into going down and doing their speaking shit at PAX South because that's in San Antonio and that's kind of close to Corey and I. And then you nerds just got to fly down. And San Antonio is nowhere near me. Shut your oh, face. You guys, <laughs> it's you like an eight hour drive, you douchebag. We've taken, well, no, no, never mind. Because we took your vehicle the first time. We I've never to gone to CQB event. I think, like, I think I'll totally get my ass raped if I went to a CQB <laughs> Well, no shit. Yeah, that's kind of how it, that kind of how it works for me. Giant motherfucker. Omar says oh. we should do an insurgency event, but we're a civilian radio station. <laughs> oh my god. Here's the goal. Here's the goal right now. We need to hit up Josh Warren and we need to tell him that we want to be pirate radio 
for a Milton Weddings event and just give us no, 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 like like a uh, fucking pirate radio and just give us like give us let us set up like an actual radio station. Just give us speakers and just we'll drone on about the most nonsensical bullshit all fucking day. And it, to the point where like both perfect. sides will want to murder us. <laughs> do it, do it. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be fan fucking tastic. We can like send yeah. out like our correspondent in the field <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the mic, and we're just live streaming yeah. Facebook. Exactly. Right. Like, and now we're gonna we're now we're gonna cut to punk. He's just like asleep, bent over a trash can. <laughs> like <laughs> that didn't work. All right, so. It's really fun to do that on like early Saturday morning where everyone is uh, still passed out from getting smashed on Friday. Oh, trying Jesus to interview Christ. people. Dude, I can't imagine anything worse than being hungover and being shot in the fucking forehead at point blank range when I woke up. It's neat. What's really rad is being <laughs> woken neat. up by grenades. Oh, God. On your sleeping bag. Honestly, yeah. oh, all right. So, I woke up by a grenade of Benghazi. And that shit was fucking retarded. Speaking of, speaking of fucking grenades, right? All right. So. I, you know, we, we all, you know, Ian Olegay, all they have those dope ass little EG67s. Have you seen these new tag ones? These hard green fucking baseball yep, I got looking to play with those at Uzbek. So, did it, A, did any of them work? B, have the you looked in, had did. have you looked inside them? Because the BBs are held together with like a wax, but it hardens and it's like Ooh. actual fucking shrapnel. Come and have Ooh, them shit. Oh god. <laughs> oh, well, that sounds yeah. Fuck. Like kids saw our video of us like of them like shooting the EGs. They're like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna use that with the tag 67s. I'm like, no, that's a fucking baseball. What are you doing? <laughs> like people are gonna get actually fucking hurt. Like, this is why we can't have nice things in airsoft. Kids, they see something cool and they just want to do it, and they don't put any like forethought behind it. Like it works for the EGs because we're throwing like fucking wads of paper mache at people. Yeah. <laughs> they're eating these fucking tag 67s and it's like knocking fucking birds out of the sky and shit i just want to see Corey just flex on somebody like two days in sleep deprived and just scare the fuck out of somebody yeah just get ambushed at 4 a.m and just run out in his underwear just, just power well, smear mud all over my body so they can't see me <laughs> <laughs> I can no. see it. I can see it. Just war paint on, butt naked. <gasps> well, if that's going to happen, I'm going to have to get back on my diet because they don't want to see that gut. I, that's No, you need the gut. The gut's more terrifying because then they yeah. know you truly don't give a fuck and you will kill somebody. Like a little shake when I'm mid-sprint. Plus, <laughs> a little jiggle. Dad, bod is, you little bastard. dad bod's all the craze right now anyway. So I definitely have that. I'm mean, okay. gonna tell you one thing. If I if I get if I got a fat airsoft dad that's screaming at me and I see that belly sticking out under the plate, Kara, I know he's down for brown. He's gonna scrap. I know it. I know if I I know if I I know if I step to him, he's I know if I step to him, he's gonna get fucking flashbacks of not being able to enlist because he had spurs or some shit. And he's gonna want to go like a sex thing, Cole. <laughs> Omar said be. they had when it's over. a blank firing M2 at a Victorville oh. game. Fuck me! What does that, that look like? Yeah, I, I wasn't that. Um, was it Jack Precision did that? Like they had like a fifty cal blank fire. That sounds, that sounds terrifying. Expensive. That sounds yeah, really. That sounds, that sounds well, lit. So Third Coast did that. They had a. They had a. They had a fucking Ma Deuce on the back of a Hummer with blank fire, and it's like that video is dope because like you see, he's like like gunfight, and the, like the camera pans over, and you see his fucking Hummer just roll up and just bop 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 bop, and it's like God. Holy fucking shit! Who spent all this money on this for a fucking airsoft game? Yeah, it's worth that's it. The, that's the thing. People will spend money on airsoft. People will people will spend so much money on airsoft just to have that experience. The the amount that and that's what so that's what I'm talking about is like 
honestly, when it comes down to it, people are willing to, they spend the money and the time and the effort. Like when Punk and I were building our kits for Avalon or doing this or doing that, and people are putting together impression kits from Milson West. They're more, they're more excited about the lead up and the build up and like the LARPing yeah. aspect of it more, way more than the actual gameplay. Yeah. Cause yeah. those guys, they aren't, those are the guys that don't get pissed off if they don't win a BB fight because yeah. ultimately the BB fight's not necessarily the, uh, the main focal point of the event for them. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the spice on everything. Like it's just a little bit of, I, feel like a, I think a lot of event promoters would probably benefit long-term wise for like, instead of trying to get peak numbers of like, like, oh, dude, we got like 700 people to show up at our field. Well, most field capacities can really only realistically like play, you know, three to 400. I was going to say so that's a great people. segue. Yeah. That's a great segue to like, what do you think is a reason? Like, what is an effectively fun amount of people for an airsoft game? One, this that's a good video for you, Kev. That's a good video. And yeah. then what yeah. past that, what past that is what you think is more important when it comes down to, would you rather have a smaller game with like a hundred on a hundred where you've got, but in a, in a smaller AO or would you have a very large AO with like 500, 700 people and just be total butt fuck chaos the entire time? Personally, I think, I think two to 300 is like the sweet spot for most events. You can get one to 150 versus each other. Yeah, like my thing is, I played played in a field where it was like 5v5. I had a great time. And then like Mm -hmm. a field where it was like 150 versus 150. And that was cool because it was a big AO. Yeah. And uh, you didn't see everybody. A lot of of people, especially just getting in, think a bigger game equals a better game. But personally, like one of my all time favorite games I've ever played. There's only like 60 people there, and it was a weekend long game, and it was a blast. Yeah, like just because there's more people and uh, more people to shoot at and to shoot at you doesn't necessarily always translate into quality of gameplay. I agree exactly. I think, I think, I think it's which is why I think like what's that huge one like Fluja Gap or something like that. I think that oh, looks like yeah. Well, so how if it's at that point like how do you make an experience memorable and enjoyable for a thousand people when they can hardly most of it hosts can hardly do it for three hundred. That's hard. They that's, have to, it has to be huge. The AO the it has to be spread. The, the, well, so does the staff has to be massive. And on your point. amount of like the amount of shit you're throwing in there because you know you have to have an event going on this part of the map, 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 this, of the map, this like. You have to have all this shit going on at the same time. And I just, I don't see, and I haven't seen an event host do it right yet. But it's, it's a logistical fucking nightmare. Yeah. I'd, I'd be curious. To, it'd be interesting to have uh, one of the people that put on, what's that huge Sweden game each year? That has oh, like 3,000 people. Or Brigitte or Brigitte, Brigitte. something like Brigitte. that. It'd be curious Brigitte. to talk to them and to know here, I mean, what are the logistics behind that? I mean the, the the event that happens in Europe, the Airsoft NF, uh, Airsoft, it's like a thousand people. The one that Jet and Leah went to, they, I mean, they posted on their page. Uh, it was like it's supposed to be like an Airsoft. It's supposed to be like uh, Airsoft Con, but they actually have playing. a game. Yeah, so yeah, and the gameplay looked like a fuck fest though, and yeah. they, even they said it was a fuck fest. Yeah, so it's like something like that, and they had three teams for that one, three separate teams. So. Oof. 
I mean, I could. That's yeah, a, that's in our experience, having three teams, that third uh, faction or team is going to be the downfall of the event. The Every third time. faction always. Yeah, it's hard. Any, any, anytime you put an op or faction <laughs> into a hey, game guys, that's a small group of dudes and you give them. Yeah, you're good. Guys, give me a second. I have a cop behind me. Oh. It's always fun. All right. Hey, Corey. Do your Ooh, magic. Spe- spe- yeah, speak here. Speak, speak here. Hello. <laughs> Just show him the camera and be like, I'm talking to a cop right now. No. That's not good. Oh, boy. Always fun. I mean, yeah. I'm in Jersey, so. Ah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, this is, pl- this is quality entertainment. Hang on. Wait. I was going to just sit, set it to the side and wait. be very polite and just tell them that you're, you're just talking to some friends you pulled over. You also yeah, have live okay. viewers. Okay. Pull up. So uh, for everybody who's watching and tuning in now, uh, random guy Kev got pulled over. So. Well, he wasn't well, driving. He wasn't driving. He, he was sitting there. He was yeah. pulled over. Oh, he, yeah, he wasn't driving. This is quality I'm entertainment. Already, I was about I'm to already say, pulled over. I was about I can't to say, pull over any farther. This is quality. <laughs> and he, he, he's literally asking me if I'm okay. And I'm like, he's like, throw your thumbs out there. So the car, I'm like, yeah, everything's good. <laughs> well, I'm a profile with a suit and tie on. See, I'm telling you, it's a conspiracy, dog. We got you. Okay. He pulled off. Yeah, in my opinion, <laughs> dude, that <laughs> was <laughs> really they're just chaos gremlins. Hey, hey, that's got to be a first. The first ever <laughs> somebody getting fucking pulled over in the middle of a goddamn podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I'm already pulled over. I can't pull over. I can't pull over any farther. The schnozberry sits like schnozberries, officer. Yeah, I'm good. I apologize, guys. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Tristan's still in here. He's going to have a fucking blast with that one. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he's, 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 gonna, he's gonna put some like Rodney King fight the fucking fuck the police bullshit on here. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Tom says Corey's already on here, so it doesn't count. That's true. Yeah. I was gonna tell you if he is, I, I half want to FaceTime Corey every time I get pulled over and be like, talk to your people. <laughs> I would immediately hang up on you, <laughs> dude. We were pulling back from fucking Copperhead. We're like real close to his goddamn house, and I get pulled over. And Corey just like wakes up and it's like meh, shows him the badge and goes back to sleep. <laughs> did it work though? No, it fucking did work. That's why I was so pissed when I got pulled over outside. Of, I, I can tell I'm going to get a ticket already pulling outside of Killeen because the guy you had a funny. mustache. It was fat as shit and it sort of waddled <laughs> yeah. up the car. You already had the ticket out. I was like, oh, God damn it. <gasps> Yeah, uh, no, I still get, dude, I still get nervous when I get pulled over and I'm like 99.9% sure I'm not getting the ticket. God, do you ever just do you ever just like Captain America Debo a cop and be like, do you have to do who the fuck I am? No, never done that. You know what's funny is whenever whenever you got pulled over, I had like a full beard at the time, so I looked nothing like like an actual. It still works though. Yeah, he just saw the badge. He was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Can we, can we have a moment of silence for Corey's beard? Yeah, I miss we it. All miss it. <laughs> F's in the chat, boys. F's yeah. all up in the chat. We'll tell you what on 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 the subject of things that are dying. I think it's about time we close this bitch down yep. for the night. Word. Punk, can you take us out with your famous last intro well, or outro? Quick, I should say before before I do that. Um, hey, let you know, Kev. Let everybody know where they can find you and and uh, the the, the whatnot. Okay, you can find me at a restaurant with food. God uh, damn it. You, you can miss us with that bullshit. Just <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, YouTube.com slash random guy Kev. Instagram, RGK underscore airsoft. You can find me. Just follow me. Watch videos. Have fun. Enjoy life. Be positive. Love everybody. Give me food. Hell yeah, Kev.
That is all. <laughs> right. All right. Someone's gonna get me food, so I don't. I don't know. Punk right, is, yeah, punk. I told you, it's like it's like that fucking what's that school book where it's like if you bring a mouse to school, you did that. You brought the mouse to school and you gave him hot wings. <laughs> I love yeah. him for that. That's my I best want friend. Food for all of us. God damn it. All right. Anybody else have any uh, any bullshit they want to get off their chest before we wrap this this thing up? Nah, no, we're good, baby. Great. Y'all gay as fuck. I like your face. Another serious airsoft podcast is based around a terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about their toy guns and their adventures using them. And with the lack of follow through, airsoft is exuded. It's a fucking miracle. We made it to episode twenty-four. Woo! Christ. If you like what you heard, great. Let us know. And if you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Call your hits and don't let the admin sell you drinking. We'll see you next time. Later, guys. <laughs>